This is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show, a podcast that covers the happenings in and around Divine, Texas, mainly high school sports related with some community happenings as well, and of course, some of our own ramblings to boot. Welcome to Talking Shop. All right, welcome everyone to Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. This is, well, Jim Sessions, along with co-host. <laughs> Joseph Sadler. And this is episode number 30. 30 for our Spanish-speaking friends. And it's been a minute or two since we did got our last episode in. And yeah. we're sitting here watching a little March Madness as, as we're watching St. Peter's Peacocks and the Kentucky Wildcats going yes. into overtime. It definitely looks like March is very mad. It is. There's so. a couple 12-5 upsets already in the yes. tournament. Yeah. It's a great time of year. So Yes. Man, this is crazy. Good time to have Butch Cook on as a guest when his beloved Wildcats are in a nail biter. Yeah, he would. He was. He's probably a little bit nervous right now, watching them play because, man, I tell you what, they were up sixty-eight, sixty-two with what about three minutes to go. Yeah, yeah. And and the Fighting Peacocks made a wild, wild comeback to actually take the lead there for a little while. Yeah, hit a three to take a one-point lead. Kentucky went down, made a three, take a Mm -hmm. two-point lead. So some pretty good stuff. Overtime, this is what makes March Madness, like one of the greatest sporting events there is, though. This is what makes March very mad. Yeah. Um, You know, know. what what I saw on that is offensive rebounds. Yes. Both of them made the shot after after a good offensive rebound, you know, and kicking it back out and getting a good shot, so – that was a nice floater. Yeah, a little float game there by the Peacocks to yes. tie it up. So yes, yeah. But I, I love the fact that you know you have the the sixteen yes. fifteen. No, this is a two fifteen. So yeah. Kentucky number two, St. Peter's number fifteen. But you know they're talking about transfer per, portal mm-hmm. and all that. You've got guys that are there for their fifth year or moved. You know you can mm-hmm. get you know different teams. I think Corpus Christi. Uh, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, uh-huh. 12 guys transferred in this year, and they made it to the tournament. They won the, the conference they're in. Wow. Go figure, right? 12 kids, yeah. a and whole that, new team. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's going to change big time the college basketball, college football oh, landscape. absolutely. Absolutely, it's going to. I mean, you're going to see somebody that's playing a major role on, on one in a big program one year and then for another big program the very next year. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and then you're going to see stuff like that, like guys going and transferring to a smaller school and just completely changing the whole landscape of the of yeah, the conference. And, you know, what what about the guys that are at a big school and all of a sudden you get a big name recruit and all oh, that's my position? Well, I'll just leave and I'll yeah. go somewhere else. So, yeah, be happens. interesting to see it how happens. things play out. So, yeah, yeah, no, it, it's gonna it's gonna happen every single year. It's gonna happen all over all over the country, and it's gonna be kind of. It's gonna be fun as a fan, but it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of frustrating too. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. old fashioned people like you and I, we want to see competition. We want to see Major Applewhite and Chris Sims battling it out for the starting spot. You know? Right. And how I mean, much of that will there be now? We none. don't know. I mean, I yeah. now if I'm that guy, why would I? If I have the opportunity to go over here at this school and and start from day one. True. Instead of competing. I'm not saying I like it. Right. But I'm just saying if me and you are both five-star recruits and I'm there for one year and all of a sudden you come in, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, they're obviously bringing him in for a reason. Correct. And this, the five-star recruit over here at, at Ohio State or whatever, 
transferred and they have nobody. Right. Really. Right. I can yeah. go there and start right now. Well, and we can both, and then we'll both wind up in the NFL. Sure. Or do I stay and compete? I mean, me being old fashioned, I'm like, hey, you want my job? Come, come get, get it. Come right. get some. Right. You know? Well, and then if you do get beat out, then that option's always available to leave as well. This is true. Or, you know? yeah, or like that guy comes in to mm-hmm. take my job, I beat him out, then he's leaving anyway. Correct. You know? Yeah. So, so you know? now what I do think will save us a little bit is on this transfer portal, you'll have, you know, once you get to the second university, you're pr- you're pretty much there. Yeah. You don't get the freebie transfer anymore. So, yeah. you know, when you're recruiting now, do you want to be the second, you know, school like okay well we didn't get him well maybe he'll come here after you know he goes off to wherever so yep i don't know that and and, you know the name image likeness the nil money that's that's what i was gonna say too too. that's what i was gonna say you know especially if i'm sitting there going okay i can compete with this guy or i can go over here and and start and make you know the same money i was basically gonna make here or more yes you know so yeah, it's 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 completely changing the game for sure. For and, sure, uh, every every sport, you know. Yeah. So well, and I think I think in football, the uh, rich are going to get richer, and the small schools, the Boise states of the world, that you know put together the great season and make it to the you know BCS playoff when they had the BCS or whatever. Yeah, those days are pretty much numbered now. That's just my opinion. I no, I mean that's that's a, the consensus opinion. You know, and so. I'm not sure that a lot of people in America don't want to see the best of the best, the big name programs always being the ones that compete. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of like you know parody and some competition. Yeah, That's why I love the NCAA I, tournament. I love this right here. I don't watch. I don't watch very much basketball. I'm not going to try to lie to anybody, but you know, I do still kind of keep up with stuff. And then the tournament. I mean, you just always are kind of drawn to it for yeah. this right here, like what we're watching right now. I mean, you know. St. Peter's going toe to toe with with Kentucky. So yeah, I mean, you know. before this tournament started, who would have known anybody that went to St. Peter's, or you know, would have known where St. Peter's is? Well, me and you, because yeah, we, we watched them play last week. Right. <laughs> we did, we did. Before that, not so much. No, exactly. I knew St. Paul. Yes, yeah, and you know, and why do we know St. Paul? From college basketball from college NCAA college. tournament back yeah. in back in the nineties. I don't even know that if they have any other sports. I, I don't know. Either. I'm sure they <laughs> Something do. Tell me they have lacrosse. Probably so. Lacrosse, rugby, and basketball. I, I would say those are safe bets. Are they? Are they an Ivy League school? Or are they? No, no, no? I don't think so. I, dude, I, what has. What do we know about <laughs> Ivy League schools? By the way. <laughs> I, Pretty much nothing. I mean, I can barely spell <laughs> Ivy League. Yes. So but we saw we saw what Yale and <laughs> yes, yeah. and who was was it Yale and them or Yale and no, somebody that was playing? No, we watched Yale and uh, who was it? We watched just a bunch of smart people playing basketball. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and like ninety percent of those guys are going to be CEOs somewhere yes. and not playing yeah. in the league. Oh yeah, pretty which, much. That was which, like just fine. Boy, every I, every senior there that we saw, were, we were like, uh, okay, this is probably their last game of basketball they're ever going to play, and they're going to be very rich. Yes, yeah. so very very successful. <laughs> so yeah, St. Peter's has missed a couple of free throws here down yes, three. They now. have yes, got to make have. those free throws late in the game, buddy. Under three minutes in the overtime, dude. You, now, St. Peter's got them right where they want them. They're only down three now with three minutes right. left. That's right. So that's right. But <laughs> Man, uh, it, it's I mean, good to be back. It is good. It is yeah. good. It's good well, to be back on the air. People probably 
did not miss us at all. No, but, no. But, but. Well, they had spring break stuff to do, so they're yes. like, eh. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Jim and Joe, never heard of them. Yeah. yeah. So, sound like a bunch of tools. Sound like a couple of tools. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, he missed both free throws, man. I'm telling you, this free throw thing, I think there's something to it. <laughs> I'm telling you. They're not so free, are they? No. No. So that's where a lot of the old timers are like, ah, free throws. Free throws win games. Uh-oh, three ball on the way. Oh, tie, tie game. ball game. Two and a half minutes to go. Same play they ran a while ago to take that's the point, ex- one yep. point lead. Yep. Well, tie game with 230. Adam Morrison lookalike. Yes, he so, does have the nice stash, doesn't he? He does the pencil stash, the pencil mustache. Yep. I wonder if he takes showers as frequently as Adam Morrison. <laughs> Hopefully, more frequently. <laughs> but wasn't Adam Morrison like a like he was from like the Pacific Northwest area, right? He I was think kinda, so. He was, I think he was like the grunge dude still. Yeah, he was grunge well after grunge. <laughs> yes, was dead and gone. Hey, but you know, grunge is. Uh, I don't know that grunge is coming back, but the flannels. We've talked about that. The flannels are yeah, coming back. Yes. They're coming back. But that's yeah. pretty bad whenever they say that when he goes to the NBA, like the guys like basically tell him, like, look, man, you better start taking a shower more or <laughs> yes. or, or we're going to have to hurt you. Yes. So, yes. so. We, we travel pretty nice, but we're still on the plane and we can still smell you. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. The whole uh, the whole stinking thing. It's yeah. Not cool. Yeah. So I tell you what, Kentucky's living from the line here in the second half or in the overtime. Aren't pretty they? much. Yeah. I don't think they have a field goal in the overtime. People yeah. are going to be listening to this later on being like. What are these guys talking about? Oh, they made one. Yeah. But anyways, Jim, I mean, we have a lot to recap and talk about. I mean, while we're also doing this, too. You know, we so. do. It's just I don't know how prepared I am to talk about some of this stuff. <laughs> so, there's been a lot that's gone on. No, no, I know. You, you've, you've. Oh, oh missed free throw. Missed the free throw. Kentucky up one, though. Made the front end. Two minutes to go. Two minutes. 76, 75, Kentucky. Yeah. But a lot of stuff going on at school. Uh, of course, it's the spring, so it's always busy, busy. Uh, I've actually got out to golf practice a couple times this week. Yeah. That's been a lot of fun. Yes, I talked to you yesterday. You were walking the course. I was, trying to get a little extra CCO in. So you didn't pass out, didn't black out, didn't I have did to call not. the EMS? No, but I, I wasn't at the fastest of paces either. No, so. Nobody drove by and threw a beer can at you or, or a water bottle? Well, it could have happened because they were having a scramble <laughs> up there yesterday, <laughs> and I did run into Joey and Wes Kurczynski, so... That so could another easily happen. Yeah. Beer cans are probably empty. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you know, oh, nice hairdo. Yeah, it, it's good nice. to see the golf course back open. It is there, there awesome. for a while. It, it had shut down, and I don't even want to get into all the politics on all nah, that. I don't. Nah. I don't know enough about it to get into it. But it was good to see people out playing. They're doing a big scramble last night. So, no, it's good. And my main concern whenever all that stuff was going on without getting into any details or anything because I'm pretty much like you. I don't I don't really know. But uh I was I was nervous. I was really nervous for, I think me and you had kind of touched on it a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the kids they, you know, cause they said it was shut down completely to everyone, everything. Right. right. And I just I hate that for the kids. Right. But yeah. but Divine did the usual Divine thing and they figured something out. Right. So, yeah. We're able to get the kids out there and the course is in really good shape. Yeah. All things considered. So right. uh, the kids have been, Oh, the peacocks up one and Kentucky just turned it over under a minute and a half to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, been, been blessed that the kids have had a place to practice. And, yeah. You know, the golf kids are doing really good. They've, they've participated in several tournaments. I can't tell you all the specifics of it, but they've done well. Coach Mangold keeps sending me pictures to put on the webpage page. 
And every time it's like, you know, winner of this tournament, winner of this first base medalist. So mm-hmm. I probably need to do a little research, especially since I'm the golf coach now or out there as one of the golf coaches. Yes. To figure out who's doing what. But I do know this, going to Fredericksburg Monday and Wednesday, boys, I think on Monday, girls on Wednesday. And then the next week, Monday, Tuesday, is district. And I would say that our boys and girls teams are both favored to probably win the district. So we'll be looking forward to that. Fantastic. Now, the district, what, who, who's who's in this district? Is it the same as basketball? Pretty different? much the same as basketball, yeah. Okay. And, you know, what's crazy is like Brooks Academy, Fox Tech, and the young men's don't always bring full golf teams. They might bring one or two. They might bring a full golf team. I don't know. Fox Tech did last year, I think. But, you know, it's us, Somerset, Brooks, Fox Tech, and young men's or young women's, depending on. Right, you know. right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so that's what it is. Um, so that'll be Monday, Tuesday at the Divine Golf Course. That, nice. Not this Monday, Tuesday, but the next one, the 28th, 29th, somewhere in there. Get us some, get us some pictures, and we'll put them up on the website yeah, and yeah, stuff. And for and, sure. And and and, and hey, uh, speaking speaking of that, not to cut you off, sorry. No. Talking to one of the golfers today. Also, he's one of our tennis guys. Also, yeah. like band guy, you know, right? Does the solo at halftime. All state band participated in all that. Found out today, got a phone call from Henry Cuellar. He has been accepted to the Air Force Academy. So Brian Schaefer, our number one golfer, I think number one tennis guy, is wow. just found out he has received an appointment to the Air Force Academy. So nice. kudos to him. Fantastic. Yeah, that's, that that's, is fantastic. And that dude was like pretty calm for delivering <laughs> that news to us today. Wow. It was like, dude, that is awesome. So. I was elated when I got in. I got accepted to Sol Ross State University. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> somebody very, wants me. Very similar. <laughs> very similar. Wow. So. Well, kudos to him, man. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know who did I mention the congressman that called? I think it was Tony Gonzalez. I might have said Henry. Cuellar. You said Henry Cuellar. But yeah, no. it's not. It was Tony Gonzalez that okay. called because I told him. I said next time you talk to him, be sure to tell him that I, I'm missing a sausage wrap. <laughs> Well, I offered him one. Yeah, he took he two. Took, he took both. Yeah, <laughs> I was really hoping to have the other one, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. That's whenever you gave me 20 bucks, and I, <laughs> and I got exactly $20 yes. worth, of, worth of stuff. Yes. <laughs> and Tony Gonzalez, like, like, took at least $4 of that. Yeah. Well, well, that's cool. Hey, he's so, so he's indebted to us. Yeah. He is. Yeah, that's why Brian really got in. Yes. You know, yeah. So. He was like... I do owe these guys. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. But, no, that was awesome news. I said, I'm yeah. going to share that on the podcast tonight. And he just kind of looked at me like, you do a podcast. You? I was like, yeah. You look kind of boring. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> what's yes. the name? Jim and Joe Show? Yeah. sound like a bunch of tools. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but, so, yeah. well, I mean, so that's good. I mean, you know, you know, you you had basketball that, that you know, very successful – you know, kind of, you know, had the had the, the you know your dad pass away there during the playoffs, and you were dealing with all that stuff and everything else. So it's got to feel kind of good that you're out there now around the kids, coaching again, yeah. And stuff back back to the normal, you know, yeah, getting back into you know. the swing of things, kids in class, um, getting out, getting out on the golf course, working on the mm-hmm. tan a little bit, working on the short game a little bit, you know, what a baby, uh, got out there. And, okay, so we have Brian Schaefer, we have Victor Schaefer, and then we've got Brianna Schaefer. The sister of Brown is a freshman. There's a, there's a lot of Schaefer's. Yeah, so the first day I go out there and the girls are playing and it's like 
she just hits it like right down the middle of the fairway. And I'm like, I cannot help you. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I do not hit the ball in the middle of the fairway. I cannot <laughs> tell you how to hit this next shot. If you're under the trees over here where I normally go, yeah, I you, can help you. You're out, out in the brush <laughs> but, somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to help you when, when it's a, a shot that way yeah. that, uh, right down the piper there. So, Right. But, yeah, the girls girls have had done really well. Emily Fauble is playing really, really well for us, shooting in the 70s pretty much every time out. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Rainy Allen, Brianna Schaefer, Lily Steele, Gabby or not, uh, Gabby Morales, and I think we've got one or two more, but they've been off stock showing and doing all kinds of things. It's kind of a busy time for the kids. Oh, yeah, it is. <clears throat> so, you know, looking forward to seeing what they can do in Fredericksburg and then at District. And then, boys, we've got Brian and Victor Schaefer. We've got Jonathan Gelinas. We've got Cody Trammell. And then we've got Diego Gerlock, Mason Martinez. They're kind of all in the mix for the top top five there. So nice. some good competition okay. to see how that goes. And you know, I think we've got a chance to get both teams out. And, Very good. You know, Very we'll, good. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I was uh, I was uh, I was taking Ty to junior high baseball tryouts yesterday, and we drove by the tennis courts, and I saw him out there practicing. Saw Aiden out there hitting oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And Aiden Hildebrand, yep. Aiden Hildebrand, I was like, come on, Aiden. And he looked over there, and he was like, ah, and he saw me. And so, <laughs> yeah, but, tennis, tennis has been doing well, too. Yeah. And so, I'll tell you what, Coach Feltner has them, like they're going tomorrow to a 5A, 6A tournament in San Antonio. Right. So he's got them playing some good competition, getting out. And uh, you know, seeing not just the small schools around here, but getting and getting exposed to some good players and stuff like that. Oh, so, good, good deal. Yeah, good deal. Uh, I know they've done well. Kelsey Dishman has done really well for the girls. I saw a post with her where she finished first or second at the tournament. Cool. And uh, you know, the boys are kind of they're they're at it too. And you know, I I try to name them, but I could only name three or four of them, and I want to try <laughs> to get everybody in one right when we do it. So. Dude, 31.6 seconds, and St. Peter's is up by three. Yes, 79, 76. Yeah, man. You know, I was watching it, you know, because I can multitask sometimes. So I was sitting there discussing that with you, but I was glancing over there, and they're just playing good defense over there. I mean. Well, the announcers were talking earlier about St. Peter's is a veteran team, and then you've got Kentucky that is – pretty much rebuilding every year because they have so many one-and-done guys going into the league. Yes, because they have, like, their ninth man off the bench that's yeah. going in the first round of the, <laughs> yeah. of the draft. Yes. So, so, you know. that's yes. Again, that to me is what makes this tournament great. You know, anybody on any night. Nailed them both, Jimbo. Yep, up five. 30 seconds, and they're up five. Let's see. Golly, they – you know they'll say you know they're going to try to chunk up a three and, and they, they made, and it. made it twenty one point six left <laughs> ball game. Talk Look out! Here we go. Two point that game. Was ugly, ugly shot right there. Yeah, it was. Line drive, but um, yeah. I mean, and you know you got baseball and you got softball going on, and uh, and I know right now speaking with both you know Gonzalez and softball and and, and via and baseball. They're not happy with, you know, the the win-loss part and everything else, but they also know that it's a process. And what and what Vio was saying, when I was able to visit with him a little bit, they got three teams this year. They were able to have three three teams. They have, I mean, so that, right. they have a right. lot of kids out, a lot of right. young kids, a lot of young, talented kids. So, um, 
you know, and I was I was uh, I was watching them at their tournament and stuff, and and, and uh, you know, they have a young team. I mean, they, you know, that they they, I mean, they have a, a few veterans and stuff, but mm-hmm. they're really young. So. Yeah, yeah, they really are. They had a lot of freshmen playing last year, and those yeah. freshmen are sophomores now. Yep. Now, I tell you what, high school baseball is different. It's way different than when we played because of the pitch count now. Uh-huh. I mean, you've got to have a bunch of arms. Yes. Well, you have to have a bunch of people that pitch, yes. you know, because, you know, you you have a limit. And once you get to a certain number of pitches, you have to take X number of days off. And so tournament time can be really difficult for yes. um, for some high school teams. And, and I think the pitch count is a great thing. It protects our student-athletes. Because, you know, probably Jeffrey Navarro back in the day threw <laughs> lots and lots of pitches. Jesse Rodriguez. Jesse Rodriguez, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jesse Garcia. Uh, Paul Gomez. Paul Gomez. Mark Montemayor, you know, some of the guys we played with. They threw up the ball a lot. They and were throwing it, on Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was, and right. then they're throwing right again on Friday. Right. You know? and, and so, you know, the pitch count is going to be a good thing. It's, it's going to save people's arms, young people. It's just tough for smaller schools as you get lower classifications. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to really manage that, and tournaments have got to be really tough. But yeah. with that said, it looks like the War Horses are kind of getting they're, – they're kind of – the trend is definitely positive right now. I noticed yeah. the Pearsall tournament, they went two wins, zero losses, one tie. Yeah. So, yep. you know, and they had a big win before that. So, uh-oh, St. Peter's up four with 7.4 left off the stash. I think wow. I think Cal knows what's coming right now. This is unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, Kentucky with the three there and missed and big rebound by St. Peter's. God, that is a nice pencil mustache, isn't it? It is. Oh man, that's sad. Right oh, there. little boy crying. Oh, you know, watching that Kentucky fan being consoled by his yeah. mom because. Yes, Kentucky's uh, down. What, he makes these four, free throws, and it's Gonzo two two point game with seven point or two uh, two score game with seven point four left. So buckets, I, but you know, I remember doing that. I remember watching the Cowboys lose a Super Bowl back in the seventies. I don't know which one it was to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think, uh-huh. and man, I went and boo hooed in my bedroom because the, my beloved Cowboys lost. Well, see, I was too young to really remember that. Yeah. Because I'm in my mid forties. True. So am I, but <laughs> no. <laughs> oh Miss three corner ball game. The Dude, St. Peter's Peacocks. Kentucky is gone <laughs> in the first round to St. Wow. Peter's. And they gave up a fourth quarter lead and, and an, an overtime, overtime lead. Yeah. I I tell you what, you know, remember this happened oh, this happened a while back with Virginia, 16-1, oh, the first ever 16-1. I, I remember that. Remember what Virginia did the next year? They came back and won the they whole thing. They won the whole thing yeah. the next year. Now, how many of these guys from Kentucky will be back? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't he even, like, tell his kids? like? Well, yeah. He tells them, like, it, you, you need to go and yeah. you, you need to, you know, take care of your family. Yeah, and, do it, you know, do, do it now. Do. Yeah. yeah. First opportunity you get, go. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, that's one thing that's crazy, too, is you actually get guys that declare early to go to the G League. Yeah, well, they, they can make – I mean, I it's mean, like the geez. NIL money, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, think about it. I don't, I'm not going to speak for you, but 
I don't make $150,000 for a year for my salary, you know. Right, right. And if I could go make a, a hundred minimum, I think the minimum contract's $150,000 so. in the G League. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good salary, especially yeah. if it's to go play basketball. I know, I know, I you know. know. So, I mean, that's probably not money to take care of your family, but, you know, like, you know, the LeBron James money and stuff back in the day, but, you know, it is what it is. I don't blame some of these guys. So, anyway, to finish up my Super Bowl story, I was upset because I had the poster of Dallas winning the Super Bowl before or two years before, but they put the number in Roman numerals, and I had no idea what Roman numerals meant. So, I thought it was a poster saying they were going to be Super Bowl champs that year. So, I was really disappointed that they weren't Super Bowl champs. But then I found out. Mom explained it. Like, no, that was a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the only person I remember on that team, on that – on that uh, poster was number one, Raphael Septien. Or was he number three? I think he was number one. I think he was number one, yeah. Raphael Septien. And I think Danny White was on there, too, because I always loved Danny White. <laughs> he, was, he was the backup quarterback. Yeah. And the punter. And the punter, yep. <laughs> yes. That was before Mike Saxon. So. <laughs> yes, yes. So, good stuff there. Yep. So, yes. Yeah. But, yes. Yeah, going back to, to baseball, softball, looks like the Warhorses are trending the right way. Looks yeah. like they're kind of figuring some things out. Right. And uh, they don't even start district until, like, the second week of April. Yeah. It's so weird because they're in a four-team district. Yeah. And then softball, they're actually off tomorrow night, and they start district next Tuesday. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's right around the corner. And talking to Coach Gonzalez um, – he doesn't have a lot of kids back. Remember last year, a lot of seniors. Yes. One of his key kids coming back is been hurt. hurt. Yes. And so she got back into the lineup. Barnett got back into the lineup uh, against Incarnate Word the other day. And he said that helped just having her bat back in there. And then they'll get her out on the field. So, you know, she pitched, and she pitched a lot of games last year. Yeah. So they're definitely missing that. So oh, hopefully man. he gets everybody healthy and they get in the district and they kind of get rolling. Yeah. But you the, know. One, the one position that you just – can't afford to get hurt, right, especially in a young team. <laughs> <laughs> no, not right, Phil. No, <laughs> okay. Wrong answer, Jim. Wrong answer is the pitcher. Yeah. So, and I don't think I'm really just. I don't think I'm really first base coach. Yeah, I don't think I'm. Just, I don't think that's a, a eureka, you no, know, no, statement. No, but no first but, base coach. Yeah. No, but uh, but. Oh, is he is he doing the, the no, that's a that's a that looked like a combination of the gritty and I don't I don't even know just what it a was. really excited like yeah. you know yeah it a was a really young kid that needs to pee yeah if, <laughs> if we tried to do that we'd pull two or three muscles and dislocate easily. at least three things yeah three three joints yeah. but and there he is with the pencil mustache yeah yeah it's just I mean he's a legend already but uh. But no, I mean, is, is the pitching position, and, and he's told me that that kid's pretty much been hurt pretty yeah. much the whole season. Yeah. So I came in the season hurt almost, or whatever. But so, yeah, I mean, that's that's tough. But I mean, it's it's going to make the kids tougher. Oh yeah, I mean, mentally, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and, you know, talking to Coach Gonzalez, they're young. He said they're making the right plays. They just maybe aren't executing them all the time. You know, it's yes. it's the right decision. You know. It's just they just are having a hard time getting it all put together, right? And uh, and you know right now they're they're struggling in the circle pitching, and there's always pressure on them. You know if you walk a couple of batters, oh yeah. And in softball, people play short game. They do all kinds of stuff. They slap. 
So you're always under pressure and with young kids and a lot of pressure. You yeah. Know, that now they're going to grow a lot. You know, uh-huh. they're going to be in those situations. They're going to get better. Yeah. So I, I think they're I think they're getting to the point where they're kind of turning the corner as well. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, man, this uh, this whole NFL free agency thing is crazy too, isn't it? I'm telling you, I I haven't really kept up with it a lot except for what comes across my phone, like the uh-huh. little notifications and stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then the kids, you know, they'll talk about it sometimes. Of course, yeah, I mean, Von Miller. I mean, pretty much, yeah. I mean, well past his prime, signed like a six year deal. Money's crazy, like hundred and fifty million, whatever else. And it's like, man, you already know. That he's not even probably going to play half of that contract. Yeah. yeah. But they offer him that, yeah. you know. Well, did you see – I saw this come across the other day, um, and it, it it came up after they decided to have baseball. You know, baseball players agreed <coughs> into their collective bargaining agreement. And they said the fourth highest paid player for the Cincinnati Reds this year is Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he signed one of those deals late yes. in his career, went back to Cincinnati, yes. Yes. you know, gazillions of dollars over yep. 10 years. Well, he played two, and so they defer all the payments out, and so now he's still getting paid, kind of like Bobby Bonilla. I was about to say, that <laughs> dude know? has the greatest contract <laughs> yes. in the history of professional sports. Yes. Has Bobby Bonilla, did he even play, like, in the 2000s? Like, I, I have no idea. As I, I don't even know if he was still playing by then. And, and, and if he was, he probably didn't need to be. <laughs> so, Correct. <laughs> it's kind of like you and I playing Stroud League, you know. So, yes. yes. You know, but, How about Ray Ray Lindo the other day? <laughs> hey, y'all still play Stroud League? No. No. no absolutely absolutely not. not. Yeah. I Just because Ray Ray looks like he can go play Stroud League, <laughs> yeah. we definitely don't. Yeah. Actually, I thought I thought that was like a like a snide comment. I thought he <laughs> thought he wanted me and you to get out of the truck. You know, roll him right there in the street. Yeah. So you know. By the way, I'm way past those days too. I don't know that I ever was in those days, but I know well, I'm well past those days. Yes. It, it, me and you at our age, we don't want to be fighting a Johnny Rage, an ex uh, Texas champion. Oh. So no, you know. I've, I've seen what he can do to his hair with a Bowie knife. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yes. fighting anybody that shaves yes. his head with a Bowie knife yes. before a wedding. Yes. So, you know, so. the only usher that's ever shown up yeah. after everybody was seated. Well, I don't know if he's the only one, but he's the only one I know. <laughs> yes, and the groom had to sit all of his guests. Not all of them. Some of us helped once we got there. I remember <laughs> your last words to me the night before were like, Y'all do not be late. Yeah. Do not do be late. Not do not let late. these guys be late, Jimbo. Okay. Hey, we got there right on time. Me and Jeffro. The only reason why Jeffro did is because he was riding with you. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. yeah. but, yeah, I, just, I, I don't think I've ever been asked so many times, why are you seating me? Aren't you supposed to be the one getting married? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. You didn't have to ask bride yeah. or groom. You already yeah. knew. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, Aunt Trudy. Okay, over here. Yeah, Johnny Rage is over there shaving his head. <laughs> so, Dude, he used like a can of shaving cream, too. It was crazy. He wanted to look nice getting yeah. there with yeah. five minutes left yes. to go in the wedding. He was, it was all about the reception, but yes. uh-huh. all about it. So, uh, aren't you the one getting married? Yes. Yes, yes I am. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. I'm just really happy to be be here, and I just want to see it, everybody and <laughs> yes, say hi. Yes. So yeah, you know, you, know, you were you weren't stressed at all. That yeah. Day. Well, while the while the groomsmen are all just kicking back over there yeah, in, the, in the room yeah, over there, yeah. I'm over here seating people. Yeah. Well, and the air conditioner wasn't working, so I was sweating like yeah. a banshee. Yes. So 
Well, know? that's your fault for getting married in like deep South Texas in the middle of June. I didn't have a choice, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time I had. Well, so that's true. Know? So I guess if that day ever shows up for me, I'll take whatever it is. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's like hey, a trip at Vegas hey, or something. Yes. But hey, honey, let's get married. Let me check my calendar. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Okay, look, <laughs> South Texas out in the summer. So. If we're gonna get married in the summer, we're gonna marry somewhere up to like in Wisconsin or something. <laughs> yes. So, yes. so, so, uh, we're, we're, we're gonna get married in the summer. Where in Alaska are we going? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So. so we're getting married in Canada. Yeah. So, but yes, I just remember it being really hot and it was a Catholic wedding. So it was really long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And that I was getting married. I was the groom and I was getting married and coach Gomez was still yelling at me and being mean <laughs> yeah. and being mean to me. Yes. I was like, this yeah. is supposed to be my day. Yeah. No, no so. it's supposed to be your wife's day, brother. Well, I know, but yeah, you, I, you just get to share in it. But I just, but, but, but I was going to at least, you know, tell Chief that. You know, yeah, well, that's true. No, because he gets out of the car and I can just immediately start yelling Don't at even me. start, Joseph. Don't even start, Joseph. It's like, who invited you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he's, he's gearing up for a, for a powerlifting meet. Yes, yes. So. We've got CeCe Martinez, Nayeli Saldana. There are, they headed left this morning, as a matter oh, of fact, to Corpus yeah. Christi. Yep. They will be competing in the uh, 4A Powerlifting state championship, I guess. I don't yeah. know it's a meet. Yeah, state there. Champ- yeah, yeah. Meet. yeah. I think uh CC's going in in fifth spot, maybe Nayeli in third, something like that. Nice. So they're both in the medal. I think the, so. they're running for a medal. That's great. Man. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, Natalia, Lady Mustangs competed today. State champions. State champs. I think Dude. they had like eight girls there and like yes. six state champs and two second places or something. <laughs> That's crazy. Awesome. That is that is really awesome. Congrats so to them. Don't get in fight with any of the girl <laughs> yes. athletes in Italia. Yeah. yeah. So look, there he is. I told you he's a legend. I, know. I told you. Uh-huh. They probably did not ask Dude. any basketball questions. They just asked him all about his pencil mustache. <laughs> yes. Dude's gonna drink for free like the rest of the year. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! I don't even Good know. For him. I don't even know where St. Peter's is. I didn't even know there was a St. Peter's until Saturday, Jim. <laughs> yes, so that's true. That's I haven't true. had a chance to really research it. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, and then uh, next week we've got uh, Eric Hernandez going for the War Horses to the boys state powerlifting as well. Nice. So he nice. was actually regional champ for the War Horses. So. Good job for him, yeah, man. Yeah. That's great. So that is great, man. I mean, yeah, I have him in class. He said like five words <laughs> the entire year. He's intense. <laughs> yes, he is. So yeah. he's so, focused. Yeah. So, and I no, have Nayeli in class too. So you know, I I I've always been a, a very big fan of powerlifting because for so many reasons. Uh, one, it's got like that that cult following you know and stuff it's not one of those you know big name sports that you see on the, in the paper all the time you know in the high school right. section and stuff and you know and, and stuff so i mean it's like it, it takes a special person to really get in there and buy in and love it right you know yeah. because you know lifting those weights wearing those suits you know wearing those knee wraps around your knees yeah. and the wrists or thing, doesn't feel good no does no. not feel good yeah, I don't care if you're a you know 112 pound class person or you're in the super heavyweights. You know, right. it doesn't it doesn't feel good. I mean, the kids take them off; they have marks all over them oh, and yeah. stuff. And yeah. you know, and and 
stuff. But from a coaching standpoint, it's a great sport because it's an extension of off season, right? You know, and yeah. the, and so you know if you're getting the kids and they're doing it, and they're buying it and they're going, they're they're doing basically an extension of off season, but they're getting rewarded for it, right? Because yeah. they're going and they're competing against other kids from other towns and stuff, and they're getting medals. They're advancing to you know the regional meet, the, the state meet. And the sports, like any other sport that they start, it gets it's getting better and better every year. Yeah, you know, yeah, it really is. So you know, the rules are are, are you know are, are getting better and stuff because everything changes. I mean, sure. you know, in any sport you watch, they 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 try to you know make it more exciting to do this and do that. But it's just awesome, man. You see those kids in there; they got that that chalk all over them and stuff. And I mean, and, and they and they have their routine before they lift and stuff that they right. go through. And it's just it's 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 awesome. It's awesome for them to do it. Well, and and the competition part of it, where, yeah, you know, when you get to this level, you're you're competing against yourself, obviously, uh-huh. what what you've done in the past. But but you start looking over, and you're like, okay, that guy, he's ten pounds more than me. If I want to win this thing, yeah, I've got to go do at least ten pounds more, maybe you know, or whatever. And so yeah. there's some comp, and yeah. you, you can't just go up there and say, oh, I'm going to do. I mean, you have an open like a you give them an opening oh, yeah. weight, mm-hmm. and then you can only go up so much oh, from yeah. there or, or whatever. You can't go back down. Yeah. So there's some strategy into it, and yeah. you know there's there's some parts where kids really you know you can tell like they get in there and they're like I've got to go PR right here. I've got to uh-huh. go beat my PR by ten pounds, and if I yeah. do, I can go win this thing. Mm-hmm. And you go see kids do that all the time. Yep, and stuff like that. It's pretty. Uh, cool. I mean. It, the kids, I mean, it, it, it's cool because, you, you know, you see, you know, the coaches are usually, like, you know, tracking, especially, like, right now, whenever Gomez and Rotomo go, whatever, I mean, they, you know, they, they're they they're tracking the other – and they pretty much already know going into the meet who their kids are competing against. Pretty much like, okay, this kid, he's, he's coming in. Let's let's just say I'm, I'm not saying any of the kids that are going right now from Divine, but let's say, okay, we got I got a kid going to state, and he's coming in, like, in seventh realistically the highest he can go is fourth if he does this this this, and this so we're not even worried about who's the top guy the second guy third whatever you know right. we're, but we're going to track these guys here right and then as the meet goes on then you start realize then you you know okay a little bit of the names come off maybe some other name that you weren't even tracking that comes in and you're doing stuff and well it once you get those veteran lifters man they already know they're tracking the people they're sitting there saying hey coach you know th- this guy yeah. just did this right. right hey you know and i weigh I weigh, you know, a half a pound less than him, so all I got to do is time, time you right. know, and stuff. And then, and, and, or, hey, coach, you know, I got to beat this guy because I'm, I'm a half pound heavier than him. Right. So, I mean, and then, you know, you got that chance. You have that, that little that little period right there after somebody lifts and you can bump up, you can bump your kid up, like, I, you know, however much weight. I mean, that it, it, there's a lot that goes into it that people right. that don't know that much about powerlifting just think, man, these guys just go into a gym and they just, you know, lift weights. Right, you know, it's yeah, way, way more than more. that. And plus, you're talking about three different lifts, so yes. we can be looking at it, going into it, and saying that guy's forty pounds more than me. Uh-huh. Well, if I increase ten pounds on my squat, ten pounds in my bench, mm-hmm. and fifteen pounds here, I just need another five or whatever. Yep. You know, so you've got that strategy as well. What can I bump no. up on? What are my strengths? Oh, and, what are and, my weaknesses? And as a coach, you're sitting there going, "Okay." We're competing in bench, we're competing in squat, we're competing competing in deadlift. Well, it goes squat, then bench, then you finish on deadlift. Um, you know, uh, you know, most kids they have that one lift that's their best lift. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's their you know, their their right. best is their and, best and they is feel squat. Confident with it. Yeah. yeah, their best is squat. So you're going into this meeting, you're sitting there going, Okay, 
we got to get this kid in in a good position after squats because that's his, that's his best. Right. That's where he or she is at, right. at, at he or she's best. You know, and then, okay, well, bench is their weakest. Okay, well, we got to at least get them right. here if we want to have a chance in deadlift. Right. You know, and it's it's, I mean, it's – it's fun. It's stressful. It's like any other sport. You know, right. whenever you're coaching, you got 15 things going on all at one time. Right. So plus any curveballs that get thrown at you, plus anything else. <laughs> yeah, there's always so, curveballs yeah. going. They're going to hit because this kid's going to this lift that you knew that they were going to stick on their opening lift. They go in there. They're tight. They're nervous. Right. And everything else, and yeah. they don't get it. You're sitting there going, okay. Well, do I still bump up to that second time? Right. Or do I make sure that they get you know, it? Or do I go back with that same weight, and then that just changes the whole landscape of our game plan? Right. Because you, you only have get to have three lifts. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. You, and you have to get at least one lift in each thing. Right. You know, you can't bomb and squat and then in advance right. to bench. Right. right. So, I mean, and I know I know Gomez and those guys, I mean, if you coach as long as they have, they've had that happen a oh, thousand yeah. times. Well, and, you know, the other part of that's stressful is you get down there, and if you're trying to lift in a certain classification or you qualified in a certain classification, you've got to make your weight you. in that classification. Yep. I've heard of people going and, you know, you don't make weight or mm -hmm. maybe you qualified in two classifications and now all of a sudden, oh, well, this is the weight you're lifting mm -hmm. in the heavier classification or whatever. So no, there's a lot have, to it. Well, you go way in and then once you go way in, then you go eat, right? Yes. <laughs> you go eat, yes. Because, yeah, like you said, if you, if you qualified in the 148s, if you weigh over one forty eight point five, yeah, you don't get to go up to one sixty five. Right, you're done. Yeah, and I mean, you hear, you see things, you hear things like, you know, this girl, they they're lifting at the state meet today, tonight they're going to prom. Yeah, and they are like less than half a pound overweight. Mom comes up there with a pair of scissors, cuts her entire ponytail off. The girl's oh, wow. sitting there on the scales crying, telling Be her mom, cut it. Yeah, because that's going to lighten yeah. it up. And, and, yeah. you know, and you know how much girls, you know, their hair for prom, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, and mom go up there. They're both in tears. Snap. Wow. Cut a, cut a ponytail off that's down to her waist. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. But goes out there and wins the state meet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, sacrifice. You know, and you, you see the per people that are like in second and third thing else going. <laughs> She's yeah, over. Yeah. Cut her yeah. ponytail off. Oh. Extra conditioner. Extra conditioner. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, they're they're thinking they got they got a chance to win it all, and she gets her hair cut off and goes out there and beats them. So yeah, crazy. You know, then you have a girl that's a defending state champion goes up there, sticks her personal best, puts her in first, celebrating. The girl behind her coach bumps her up as they're celebrating, bumps her up because she's lighter. All she has to do is and, tire. And they go over there. They're celebrating. Don't even realize what's going on. That girl nails it. Doesn't even know that her coach bumped her up. Right. Doesn't she's just so she's so focused. Doesn't even know what the weight is. Sticks it. Walks off the platform, and the coach tells her, "You're state champion." Yeah, because you. Yeah, and then the, the and then the other teams over there celebrating. That girl thinks she won state, and the girl just bumped up and tied her and wound up wow. winning state meet, yeah. win this, win the state championship. I mean, you craziness. See, it's kind of yeah. like the peacocks beating the wildcats. Like the peacocks beating them. It's just as bigger, bigger. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, but no, it's it's a lot of stuff, and I know I know that Gomez puts a, a a lot of time and effort into it. He's also usually coaching his sons in Pony League baseball well, at the and, same time. And like this year, he's coaching, he's yeah. helping with JV baseball and, and helping, middle school baseball and all helping that, with so. JV baseball for free, by the way. Yeah, you know, because he just wants to, and uh, you know, and so yeah, he was out there last night. I saw him. I was like, he, I know that he just came from like either a Pony League baseball practice and and powered to practice before that, yeah. and now he's out yeah. there doing this. So. Yeah. And 
you know that football's never far off his mind either. No, it's spring no, right now. So yeah. spring football's getting ready to gear up. So yes, it is. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's just another day in the life of a coach, right? Yeah. Well, That's why y'all make the big bucks? You know, we talk about it. We talk about it being busy. <laughs> we had not one but two send offs today for state stuff. You know, we had the powerlifters go at ten o'clock. So we had the lights and sirens of the police. Yeah. And, you know, went through all the campuses, and then this afternoon we had our CX debate kids from the high school. They're going to state, so we have totally another awesome. send off. So, totally awesome teenagers that can argue. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Where was that when we were in school? So, yeah. If I remember correctly, my sister made it to regionals and was like, like one place away from advancing state and debate. And I don't even think she was even on the yeah. team until like right before district. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were just like, "You're a female and you're a saddler. Get in there and argue. Yeah. Get in yeah. there and argue I, with somebody. I bet you can argue. Come on." <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of like my UIL, my UIL experience in high school is I was on the typing team one time because I was in Miss Moore baby's baby typist uh, class, and she was basically telling us, you know, okay, if you do UIL, I will put you on the IBM Selectric typewriters, you know, the really nice instead of the one with the ball. Remember the one with the ball where you used to be able to? That's the one I was stuck on. Yeah, you, you could you could pull a little tab and you could press the enter and it would shoot it up in the air so i, I got have to no move idea over. what you're talking about jim i got to move over to the really nice typewriter that had that little correction tape in it so when you messed up you could just hit delete or the backspace key and it would automatically do it not like the one with the ball where you'd have to backspace and then put the little paper in there yeah. yes jim i know yeah so i did that you know what my job was i was the alternate all i had to do was carry the typewriters <laughs> i got to miss school as the alternate on the to keyboard carry, to, to carry the typewriter to carry two of the typewriters you can at least get over here and lie and say that you went like no, one one no, regional, no, you know. No, but 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 you no. pulled a muscle in your fingers yes, the, yes, before the state meet. Yes. You couldn't compete. So. I did. I did jam my finger really bad one time, and I had a really hard time in typing class. It was my pinky, and I try to hit like, you know, over there, what whatever that key is. What is it like the A and Z and Q? I'd hit them all at the same time. Here I thought I was. All, I thought we were off the rails to start the show. Just give me time. I'll find plenty of ways to go off the rails here. So jammed a finger. I did. messed you up. Yes. Yeah. But you know, Miss Morbay was just. But you fought through it, right? You fought through it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. You're a gamer. You're a gamer. Yes. Morbay took care of me. She's like, baby, (laughs) since you're on the UIL typing team, we're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. She rehabbed you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So. uh, How boy, Jimbo. Yeah. Good stuff. So. You know, yeah, so, but, but yeah, good luck to the CX debaters. Yes. Let's see how that goes. Uh, hey, band won sweepstakes. Uh, you know, they do their their contest in the fall, and if they win that and they win another site reading and then they went and did one other one, I should know better. I should know what it is. I got a big, long email from Jeff Miller, but they won sweepstakes, which is a huge deal. That, that they got straight deal. ones and everything they've done this year. Yeah. And he has got the band program rolling. He does a great job with it, them. It's because the drum major is related to the saddle. Yeah. So. yeah, that might be part of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. well, Jordy, she's, yeah. she's a stud. She's yeah. a stud. Yeah, she is. So, so, um, so think, a lot of, she lot of a, good things going she, on. She powerlifted this year, too, and, and stuff. Or, yes, or yes, Jordan. she did. Uh-huh. Jordan, yeah. yeah, I saw that. I was highly yeah. impressed. Yeah. Did we talk about... Um, the all district like academic all district stuff with the girls basketball. I didn't you say like the entire team? Yes, 
Yeah, I think yeah. you mentioned the entire team, but you know what? Yeah. We can say it again. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, the that entire is awesome. Team was the entire academic, team, all academic district, yeah. all district. That is just unheard yeah. of. And I think the manager too. I don't even know that I mentioned that last time. Hey. But manager Elizabeth Los Santos hey. and hey. Betty Ornalis both. Yeah. Like everybody. I mean, I'm glad they didn't do it for coaches because <laughs> that would have been the drop off. <laughs> Coach Thompson would have been fine. Coach Stacy and come myself, mm, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Coach Stacy probably would have been fine too. Yeah. I'm not even going to comment on that. <laughs> I'm not even going to comment on y'all. So. I think, uh, I think I saw. I refuse to give this a moment a compliment. And I know, I know Coach Eads tweeted it out too. I'll see if I can find it here with the boys. Academic all all district stuff was. I know the manager, uh, Darian Alvarez, made it. Hmm. Let's see, who? Darian Alvarez, our manager for the boys team, because there was a uh, there was a little. Uh, they didn't have that when we were in school, Jimbo. No, they did not. Not that it would have changed anything with me, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Let's see. What am I looking for? Warhorse basketball, right? I'll just go to the Twitter to look it up. Warhorse basketball. Here we go. Let's see. John Calipari does not look very happy right now doing this interview. No. There's Eric Hernandez's deal. Yep. Uh, uh, Peyton Carr earned second team academic All-State through the Texas High School Coaches Association. Nice. nice. Darian Alvarez, um, also honorable mention, academic All-State through Texas High School Coaches Association. And Xavier uh, Contreras, honorable mention, academic All-State. Let's see. And then I've got the one. Oh, here's all the All-District. Jordan Roberts, Elijah Contreras, Kyrie Alvarez, Caden Hanson, Isaiah Maureen, Xavier Contreras, Peyton Carr, academic All-District for the War Horses. So Congratulations, gentlemen. That's Good fantastic. stuff on that. Yeah. That is great. Yeah, Good it really them. is. It really is. And we're we're still waiting for some of the girls association stuff to put out their academic all state. Right. I think we'll have a couple of kids that are able to earn that, but that just hasn't been released yet. We'll nice. get to that when it does. Nice. So, so. good stuff, man. Yeah. Um kind of changing changing direction here a little bit. Um I know this last week. Uh, you and your mom went out to Tennessee, you know, to celebrate your your dad's life out there. Yeah, because they they've been living over in Tennessee since you know what ninety ninety eight was their last year of teaching, yeah. and so, so twenty four years. Yeah, mom and dad have been in back in Tennessee. So yeah, they a lot of friends and family, you know, family there on mom's side. Right, that's the bigger part of our family, and then. Of course, a lot of friends. Dad w- went to church there in yeah. Tennessee, and Dad invented the Tennesseans. They do they do a lot of barbecuing, but they do a lot of pulled pork, a lot of pork oh. shoulder, pork butt. <laughs> Dad invented the, and introduced them to the brisket, the South Texas brisket. And you'd be surprised at the number of people at the funeral that came up during visitation. It was like, well, your dad taught me how to cook Texas brisket. I was going to say, I mean, you know, he taught them how to, he introduced the brisket and stuff, and they were better people for it. Yeah, yeah. You know? there, there's a lot of Tennesseans that love them some Texas brisket now. Wow. So, you know, it was just, it was neat. Um, what What's interesting is, you know, there were a lot of people that I knew, but there were a lot of people that I did not know. Right. You know, yeah. that, that stopped by, and that made it 
completely opposite than here. You know, yeah. here I knew pretty Everybody. much ninety eight percent of the people that stopped by, right. and right. one or two maybe I didn't. Uh, so, you know, but it was it was neat to hear people talk talk about dad and some yeah. of the stories he told, and I got to speak at his funeral there, and my job was to recap the you know what what we did here the, yeah. little, the celebration of life we did here so i got to get up there and tell some stories and the food fight might have come up i'm innocent yeah uh, yeah i know i hear but <laughs> yeah i might have been like you know um one of our speakers was you know one of my best friends joseph sadler and you know he was a, a student when dad was a you know principal and well, Joseph and Dad knew each other well because Joseph made a lot of trips to the office for whatever reason. So <laughs> that's complete fabrication. <laughs> so you know, we we had that, but yeah, I it was, went to the office a lot because me and your dad were tight, and I just wanted yeah. to visit with him. Well, yeah, and there there were some other reasons, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It, it was you know, it was a little tough because you had you know. We had so much time between his death and all the funerals and stuff, yeah. and it just we never could, you know, kind of get that last bit of closure. Yeah, and, and it's going to take a while to get that. Yeah. But uh, you know, it, it was good to to go up there and see people. And one of the really cool things that that happened while we were there, I don't even think I've told you this yet, but when we got there Monday night, mom gets a text: um, "We're bringing food tomorrow." And she's like, okay. And it was it was a girl that was her point guard, like when she got there. Her name's Abby Fanning or Abby Fanning. It's Abby Smith now. But Abby said we're bringing food. Well, mom didn't know if it was her family or what. It mm-hmm. ended up being a couple of players, nice that were there right when mom got to to Tennessee and when she was coaching there. And they came in. They brought tons of food for one, but then they came in and sat down and just to hear them talk with mom about you know, X, Y, and Z. I mean, everything yeah. from when they played to where their kids are playing now, they've got young kids that are in what they call junior pro, like our DYS stuff. Yeah. And just listening to them and seeing the impact that a coach can make, you know, and the relationships that coaches and players have. Yeah. And, you know, this was a very successful kid that was going to be successful regardless of who was their coach. And when she gets up to leave, she hugs mom. And she says, I don't know where my path would have led if I didn't run into you. Wow. You know, and that's just like, wow. that's one of those moments where it's like, okay, I have the greatest profession there is. Yeah. You know, if yeah. it's just one kid yeah, that says something like that. Or like the night we sat out here and we had Chief and Floyd and Robert and they got to talk to Coach Hooks and Coach Satcher and yeah. just, you know, that, yeah. that's the stuff that, for all the other stuff that can drive us crazy sometimes, that's the stuff that, that you really are trying to accomplish. You're yeah, trying to. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. The wins and losses, you know. Yeah, it, you, you remember those, but you know, those kids, they could remember every win, every loss, but yeah, you know, but you also remember those relationships and things. And that, that was really, really cool. That's, that's, yeah, that's what, like you said, that's why y'all do what y'all do. Um, and I, and, and, you know, coach hooks didn't, you know, him and coach after didn't really coach me. I mean, I was right. in seventh grade whenever they were coaching, right. them, you know, their last year here, but, I had a, a, such a wonderful talk with Coach Hooks about that kind of stuff right there. Yeah, and I said, yeah. you know, the older you get, the more you're, you know, away from, from you know, your your playing days, your glory days, whatever you want to call right. them. The wins and losses kind of just go by the wayside, and it's the lessons that you took with you. Correct. About yeah. how to be a man. 
how to have you know you know well accountability accountability you how, know, how competent you, competing yeah you know and, and, and facing an adversity right there you know. I mean right there and that's I mean you know and I mean and like I like I told Coach Hooks I said you know there's not a day that I go that I that goes by that I am not using something that my coaches you know and, and I'm talking about all my coaches you know. Right. If, Cause I had some, I had some, you know, really good ones. I had some ones I was really close to. I had other ones that, you know, just I remember them and stuff. But I mean, right. you, you you take the lessons that you learn from those coaches, right. and yeah. you know, and and, and, yeah. and you and you transition them into what you're doing at that time. Yeah, I remember eighth grade. Uh, Coach Randall came in. And Coach Randall was a, very much known as a disciplinarian. Yes, he was, and a person that, and he was, he was there, and I was great to see him. It was, it was. He he even wanted to come take a picture with me and mom and everything. Yeah, that, that was really cool. Yeah, but you know, another young coach at the time was Mike Schlins. Yeah, in eighth grade. Yep, and we had. We dressed down at the football stadium. We went to the school at, yeah. at the middle school, which is now the intermediate school, and we'd run down to the football stadium and and we'd dress down there. And we had lockers with a padlock. Yep. And if you left your padlock unlocked, it wasn't there the next day, and you had to earn it back by going to see Coach Lentz. And so one time <laughs> I was leaving the field house and got in the car with Dad, and we're driving off and. You know, we're driving from the football stadium. We're no further than the middle school. Yeah. And, or at the time, the middle school, intermediate school, elementary school. And I, I thought, I didn't lock my locker. I don't think I locked my locker. And I was going to say something to dad. And I was like, eh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, make dad have to turn around, blah, blah, blah. So we go off and I come back the next day. And sure enough, my lock is missing. And I yeah. had to go see Coach Lentz. And, you know, you had to do whatever the punishment was. And you dreaded it, but you got through it. Yeah, and you know what it taught you? Make sure your lock's locked. Yeah, and it also taught me like, speak up when yeah something's wrong yep. when you need to go back, take ownership of it. You know, I didn't want my dad to get upset with me because we had to turn around. It would have taken two extra minutes to go back and yeah. lock my locker. Yeah, but we did it, and uh, you know, it kind of sixth grade. Well, it's eighth grade, and that's you know that still stands out in my mind. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> can I can tell you. I couldn't tell you what any score was in any football game in eighth yeah. grade. Yeah. You know, I think we lost one game, tied one game, won the rest of them. But I couldn't tell you anything else about that, yeah. you know, year. But I can tell you that story. Yeah, you lost you, – you, you, uh, <coughs> you remember the, 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 the important things where it's not just about locking that locker. Right. There's so many other yeah. meetings – yeah, and it was you the, know, the dread lessons. of what I'm going to have to do. And you know what? I got through it. And, hey, you know, it sucked, but I can get through this. I don't want to do it again, so let's make sure we take care of what we need to take care of. Yep. You know, and I don't know what it is now. Life has changed so much in a way. Everybody's so busy with everything else that sometimes the, some of those lessons get bypassed, I think. Yeah, so, you know, they sometimes do. I mean, they do, and, and people, as time goes on, some some – People start start just kind of eliminating these important lessons yeah. that that well and and the other thing is kids are so much in a way like the kids that are sixteen to eighteen years old know so much more oh. than what we did when we were sixteen to eight, eighteen it's, years old it's crazy you know? and I mean and it's about everything yeah you know I mean they're they're really I mean we kind of went off to college and like got slapped in the face like okay now we've got to kind of grow up and now <laughs> that's happening. I mean, these kids, 
know about stuff like that earlier and it's just it's just a little different it's you know? different just like just like people that like our parents age mm-hmm. things were different whenever right. you know the, the world right. had changed so much you right. know then too i mean yeah. you know, so how many how many phone numbers do you think you had memorized growing up oh my gosh right and now yeah. everything's in our cell phone i couldn't tell you like Dude. before I had the big case of diverticulitis a couple of years ago, I couldn't have told you what my mom's and dad's cell phone number was because yeah. I just called You're them. Exactly by, right. I could, you know, you go to the hospital. I had to go look it up, and then it's like, oh yeah, huh. I need to know this. How many? How many? I mean, how many uh, places like around like San Antonio and everything else that you have memorized by, dry, like you know, oh, by yeah. learning and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. Now everybody's got the GPS in their car. Right. So all they got to do is just punch it in and they're not, they don't memorize anything. I don't, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but we went to Bernie one time to visit some people that we knew from, you know, Bernie from some mutual acquaintances from club stuff. And it was after a game. And so we went out there and we followed this particular parent to their house. Yeah. And then we're like, well, no big deal. We'll get our, find our way out of here. We'll just punch it into the cell phone, you know, find our way home. Well, no cell phone service out there. Then all of a sudden, you're like, kind of wish I paid paid a little more attention to how to get out of here, you know? Yep, yep, yep. You're exactly right. Technology's great as long as it works. (laughs) And I have no idea how we got to there. I I don't either. But uh, but anyway, so you went to Tennessee. You got got to, like I say, and I I stress the importance of this, you you celebrated your dad's life with your mom's side of your family because when when there's a, a man that, that had that kind of influence on so many different people. To me, it's not, you're not doing them justice by saying it's a funeral. Right. You know, yeah. you're no, celebrating their life because yeah. their life helped so many people. Yeah. You know, his life helped so many people and he was such a kind soul and stuff. And, and so, you know, I just, you know, I, I think that it was important that for you to be able to go and do that, oh, you know, yeah, and, it was, and it, experience it. It, so. it was a lot tougher than what I thought it was going to be, you know, yeah. getting through what we got through here. I thought, okay, this won't be bad. Right. But it was more the traditional funeral and people came by and, you know, spoke yeah. to you and, you know, of course, you know, you got to get used to the new normal, you know, and mom and I found out real quick, we're in Tennessee, you know, we're trying to get some stuff done and it's like, well, you know, I wonder where this is. Well, dad would have known where it was, you know, telling you that that never goes away. uh, I know. And, and, you know, I still have those moments when, you know, with my sister Neva, you know, there's something I'll see on, on Facebook or Twitter. And I'm like, I got to send this to her. And I'm like, "Uh, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. So you have to adjust to the new normal and, you know, life doesn't stop for anybody else, you know? So that's just the, the reality of it. And luckily we had spring break early where we could kind of get to that a little bit earlier and, um, you know, it was good to see the family. It was good to be around people. Yeah. You know, the, the family in Tennessee, my uncle Jim, he, he sang and he spoke at dad's funeral and he did a great job. And, um, uncle Jerry was there and those are mom's two surviving brothers and, yeah. you know, their families. And, you know, we've got some issues like every family does. And it's just kind of yeah. like, you know, just enjoy the time you have with people yeah. because you never know when it's going to end. Nope. You know, and uh, mom played that same song she played here. That yeah, you know, that was a cool song. Yeah, really so. cool song. But you know, and and you know, it's after like you you said this while ago, and and, and I'm just kind of reflecting back to whenever my dad passed. Uh, you know, after ever all of it's over, and you go back to your everyday life, is kind of you know, and you, you went through this with with Neva too, unfortunately, but. 
that's whenever you actually got to start working on, on closure yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you, it, you and I both know from experiences, <coughs> you know, and, and we, luckily we kind of both, you know, experienced that at the action retreat and stuff. Right. It's, it, you right. you got to be careful about how you handle that part. Because yeah. if you, if you, if you try to close it sooner than it, than it's supposed to be, you know, in your, in, in you know, in, in spiritually right. inside, you, you're not, you're not doing yourself any good. No. So. No. And, and, you know, what I found with me is, you know, everything happened right in the middle of basketball playoffs. And so there was the distraction there for yeah. me that took my mind away well, from it. With, or, with both of them. Yeah. And. You know, uh, the the thing with Neva, I know, went way too long before, you know, I kind of let all that out. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm finding out that it's kind of doing the same thing with Dad, you know, kind of get to different situations and, you know, things just kind of hit a little bit differently. Yeah. And I haven't talked about it a whole lot. And right. I know when I do, I'll let stuff out. But it's kind of like right now, it's like, well, if I don't talk about it, I don't have to let stuff out. And yeah. I know at some point that's going to have to change. Yeah. You know, and I know, I know, you know, but it's, you know, kind of on to the next thing. It's kind of like what I do all the time during the school well, year. And, and you're not guilty of anything that, that anybody else isn't because like, well, like we've said a hundred times, yeah. life doesn't stop. No, no. Life doesn't stop. And I mean, and, and yeah, everybody kind of says, okay, like, you know, you take, you take the time that, you know, you need, well, you need yeah. a whole lot more time yeah. than that, you know, yeah, but for sure. But once, once the, the, the ceremonies and the celebration of their people's lives, everything is over with. You have responsibilities you got to come back to, yeah. so you got you kind of just compartmentalize things, yeah. and yeah. some things aren't ready to be compartmentalized, right. you know. Right. And, yeah. and and I mean, and you know this too because of Neva. I know this because my dad passing and stuff, and you know, it doesn't you you it doesn't ever go away. No, you just start remembering things in a different way. I mean, you know, you at first it's like, you know, wow, I can't believe they're gone and, you know, and this and that and everything else. But then you start looking back and then you start thinking about the funny things. Like me and you will sit there and laugh about things right. that even that Neva would say right. and do. Yeah. And how many times she threatened to kick me between the, between the legs and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and me bringing my college stuff over there and y'all would sit there and, you know, and, and help right. me with it and laugh about how yeah. dumb I am and, you know, all those things. But, your your memories change, yeah. you know, and so, uh, you know, but it never goes away, but when you finally start dealing with that closure in the right way, that's whenever you can kind of, you know, move on. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Uh, the, the emotions have been all over the place. I mean, yeah. I, I've been yeah. um, basically a roller coaster of all that. You know, and that's kind of what you go through when you when you go through the grieving process and stuff. And, you know, so, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's yeah. just everybody kind of has their own timeline and, and stuff. And here's what's crazy. The only time, I won't say the only time, but when I get, when I get, not, how do I want to say this, sad or when, when I get emotional, I'll say, it's like when people check up on me, you yeah. know, it's yeah. like today I was doing fine and mr wendell came by you know he's our acting principal right now yeah. and, and he stopped and he's like how are you doing you know and yeah. just brought it all up and and it, it kind of brought tears to my eyes you yeah. know and and, yeah. and i hadn't thought about any of that you know but it 
I don't know. I'm I'm weird like that. Where no, you know, I understand. People, you know. I understand. I understand. So that's that's part of the whole compartmentalizing yeah. thing, right? You know? Yeah, I'm back you know. at school. This is what right. I do. I'm focused this, on, and then it's you know, you know, and but just and like I said, I'm, I'm speaking to somebody that has experience and stuff. Right. But but don't think that you have to be over anything, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. don't think that you okay. It's time to put down the back burner because right. it's not. No, that's not that's not the thing. I mean, because dude, my my dad passed what 2016, 20 whatever. And I still have bad days. Yeah, yeah. You know, I still have bad minutes. I still have bad hours. Right. I mean, you know, and, you know, and so, I mean, it's like, you know, just I feel like people try to try to put a frame on, right. okay, it's, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been it's six been, months. It's been six months. Oh, so, I mean, why, yeah. why is this person over right. this? Right? Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So. But uh, but I'm I'm glad you were able to go and do that with your yeah, mom over there. Yeah, it was I think good. that it was, was good for us. That was really good yeah. for y'all. And I hope your mom doesn't stay away too long. Yeah, you know? I think she's she's still there in Tennessee, but I think she's coming back Tuesday of next week. So yeah, I mean, you know, it'll be good. And and we've got you know, we've got a lot of stuff to figure out. But we're in a good situation where we don't have to make any rash decisions yeah. and figure it all out right now. Absolutely. So, you know, that's a good thing. So we'll we'll work through all of that, you know, right. as, as things go on. What, what's tough for me right now is that, you know, you get into this part of school and it's really the dog days of school. And, you know, the, the, you can get to the point where the kids can get annoying, where, you know, we can be annoying to the kids, you know. Everybody's yeah. annoying to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, you know, you're annoyed with other teachers or yeah. you know, why they make this decision or, you know, everybody's like, well, why'd we have spring break a week before everybody else in the world? Uh, well, I don't know, but we really can't do a whole lot about yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I've, I found myself not being in the best of moods lately, you know, yeah, and trying to find the joy and stuff. And, you know, you sometimes have to work to find yeah. the good and stuff and, and usually it comes back pretty quick, but every now and then it's just kind of like, uh, you know, and then it's like, do I really need to worry about all this stuff? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, or do I need to, you know, and, and the answer is both. Yes. You know, yes, you, you got to take care of it and all that. So, and, and like you said, while I go, you better up a good point and trust me, the teachers are just as annoying, annoying to the students as oh, the yeah. students are. Oh, yeah. teachers. No, I get it. So. <laughs> I get it. You know? So, but no, I mean, you know, and plus, God, there's so much stuff going on. Uh, well, in the spring, so yeah. much stuff going and, on. You know, kids aren't in class, and then they're getting behind. Oh, and then, you know, yeah. and then as a teacher, you feel like, man, I'm giving them a break. I'm giving them a chance to catch up. And then they don't use it. But yeah, you know, you you, you focus on the one to five percent that don't, and you forget yeah. about the ninety five percent that do. Yeah, you know, and stuff like that. And so it's just. It is what, I mean, it's always, you know, there's no stru- more stressful time as a teacher than the beginning of the year and the end of the year. Yeah. We're not to the end of the year yet, but this part can get pretty crazy. And, you know, I'm a senior class mm-hmm. sponsor this year, so I'll be going to, like, sock hops and round-the-world parties and senior trip. Ah, and good times, good times. All of that, you know. So, yeah. you know, but it's cool that the community of Divine does that for the seniors. Yeah. And that the parents put on the round-the-world party and stuff. Yeah. So pretty cool stuff. So always, uh, always makes it fun. Yep. And then senioritis is just it's no good. It's no good for anybody. No, the juniors are starting with some senioritis. I don't know if that's good or not. But hey, you know, is it is ju- what it is. A, hey, kids, there's no junioritis. <laughs> yeah. There's no junioritis. Yeah. That's yeah. not allowed. Eighth grade itis? What? No. What? No. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm dealing with that right now. But yeah. 
but no, man, I, I, you know, and, and one thing I wanted to point out before we wrap it up is, uh, is, you know, going through the stuff that you've been going through, the stuff you went through with Neva, the kids don't realize how therapeutic they are. Correct. You know, getting back Correct. in the classroom with them, getting out there on the golf course or in the gym or yeah. whatever. Yeah. They don't realize how yeah. much they're being, how much they're helping you. Correct. You know, yeah. they, they don't, yeah. they really don't. Yeah. I mean, at their age, they can't wrap their mind around that. No, but, no, they, they really can't. So, but, you and know. You're, you're exactly right. That is therapeutic yeah. to kind of, oh, I mean, no. it, it felt good to, as, as, as hard as it is to come back from spring break, it felt good on Monday and Tuesday to just kind of get back in the yeah. flow of things. Yeah. You see know? kids, see people. I mean, I mean, I think I went before spring break, I went to three and a half days of school. Yeah. Like the two weeks prior to spring break because yeah. of all the stuff that had happened. So. You know, it was good to just kind of get back yeah. in the flow. Now we've gone through four consecutive days. Tomorrow will be Friday. That'll be five. And, yeah, I'm ready for the weekend already. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's time. Oh, I know. It's time know. for that. And then so. I know. You've been you've been living, like, the, 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 the Joseph Sadler lifestyle. You were like, man, I've been going to sleep at 930. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was like, I've been telling you. Yeah. It's fabulous. You know, you know, spring break. <laughs> and, and, and a lot of this is the emotion of everything. And the travel schedule we were on, but I think I took a two-hour nap like every day. Yeah. Oh, dude. Just, yeah. No. You know, those. Yeah. I I remember that too. Didn't and, make and, for much of a spring break, but I mean, it was nice to kind of catch no, up on some rest and stuff. I remember when whenever Dad passed, there were times where it was just like you, I couldn't keep my eyes open. Yeah. I would just kind of sit down and I'd be like, oh, I mean, and that's because your emotions are all over the place. And yeah. it's good to take a nap. It's good just to close your yeah. eyes and yeah, and even if nothing else, just go lay down and yeah. just relax and try to shut your brain off for a little bit. That's always a good thing too. And, yeah. You know, going back to the stuff we talked a little bit about, you know, the axe retreat was really good for both of us and stuff. And you know, I know that I've got a lot of friends I can turn to, and I know I've got a lot of people at church I can talk, yeah. I can turn to. Yes, sir. You know, and and having faith in 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 God and knowing where everybody is and how Dad and Nevo are probably hanging out and having a good time right now. And that helps a lot, you know, and it ma- it's made this a lot easier to deal with. Well, not a yeah. lot, but it's made it easier to deal with. That's right. for sure. Bob Bob Bentley did a fabulous job oh, yeah. of of saying that, and yeah. and whenever he said that, I was like, ooh. I mean, you know, but you know, he knowing, like you said, when you when you do when you do have strong faith, and and God is a is a big part of your life, yeah. you do know that. Your your dad and, and Neva are are reunited. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. and they're reli- they're reunited in our real home because yes. this is just a temporary yeah. home. And we'll get to see them again too. Yeah, that's and, cool. uh, and and so I mean, it's like as tough as it is, as much as it as much as it hurts, knowing that in the last five six years, how many people that you and I have known that have passed. Yeah, you know, it's just tough. But you know, it's like sitting there going, "Well, they just got a head start on us." Yeah. Yeah, going, 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 going to our home, you that's know. True. And, you know, there's a lot of times it. where, you know, with all this, I've kind of, like, you know, reevaluate stuff. And it's like, you know, this is, you know, it's God's plan. Yeah. What, what, what we're supposed to do. I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. And, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. And we'll see. Yep. We'll see how things go. So. Yep. But, like you said, man, it's good to be back in the saddle again, yeah, man. Yeah, and, uh, it's been good, and, and, man, there's so much going on. I'll, I'll do a better job next time on our recap, and maybe we can start <laughs> getting some guests out here again, kind of well, start listening to some people. What do you got lined up? I'm not going to reveal it yet. Okay. But we Working are going, on some stuff? We, we are in the works of 
like actually, you know, having a, yet another kind of new thing that we're gonna that, that okay. we're gonna try to introduce to people that I think are gonna find it uh, interesting. Cool. And it's it's I think it's a it's a really big deal because um, it's gonna be a different energy in this room. I'll put uh, it to you that way. All right. So, but I don't want to I don't want to reveal it yet. We can kind of maybe tease it a little bit, okay. you know, coming up and stuff. So, well, but I think people are gonna be excited about it. So. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I kind of have an idea of what's coming, so I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I think our uh-huh. I think our listeners will too. Yeah, I think. And you will. know, hopefully, we can kind of get back into our weekly rotation and kind of get some of these knocked out. Yeah. Every week for everybody. So. Yeah. Uh, and and I think I think that this may bring a new listening audience uh, in, right. into listening to two tools. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, sounds like we have a name change coming up. So. I don't know. So. <laughs> two tools and a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's yeah. going to do it, huh? Go St. Peter's. <laughs> yes. Go Peacocks. Yep. So, hey, the, so. the Murray State Racers are in the game here. Yes, the Fighting Chiefs. The Fighting right. Chiefs, yes. So, so. it's going with his alma mater. So. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll see how it goes. All right, man. I think that's going to do it for tonight. Sure. Joseph Satter, Jim Sessions. This has been episode number 30 of Talking Shop with Jim and Joe Show. Appreciate everybody that has tuned in to listen. We'll see you guys on the flip